Good afternoon. I am Roy Moore, and this is What Did It Take? This afternoon, I'll be speaking with Trail Jones, an entrepreneur that has successfully engineered two six-figure businesses. To give you some background, I, uh, I met Trail when I moved to Los Angeles, California. Um, my wife went to his studio to have her hair done. They started talking, and me, him and I met, and it was just amazing. And here we are. That was almost uh, nearly two years ago, and here we are today. And anytime Trail and I, when we meet, we talk, we, we're always discussing ideas. It's, it's never about what people are doing uh, or what, what other couples are doing. It's just him and I always going back and forth and um, inspiring each other, talking to each other about each other's ideas. And, and, talk, and while simultaneously talking about our, our ideas and our goals, things of that nature. And every time I, um, I connect with Trail, he's doing it. He, he's on his path to success. He, he's winning, he's been successful, he's been victorious. And, um, I, and I'm very thankful for him, that he's in my life, and I'm thankful to him to allow me to be a part of his life. So without further ado, I got my man on here, Trail Jones. What's going on, Trail, man? How you doing, man? What's up, brother? Happy to be with you today. <laughs> good, good. Thank you, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. Um, I know you're extremely busy, so we're going to dive right into it so we can knock this out real quick, and you get back into doing your thing, man. Um, so I guess I'm gonna start off with, uh, with the listeners. What was your, so understanding that you have, you have two, two businesses. So I don't, I don't want to, well, you can answer the question. Right? What, what was your inspiration, man, to, um, well, I guess, cause, cause I, I want to ask you what's your inspiration for building your business, but you got two of them. So just talk, let's talk about either one of them. What was your inspiration to, to, to building your business, man? Well, building the first one, um, uh, it's a barbershop. I own a barbershop in the uh, heart of Hollywood uh, called Fade You. Um, and in building that business, I actually moved to California to be a stand-up comedian. But, you know, um, I had two babies in under three years with my wife. So it kind of um, required me to be home more and not be out as late doing my comedy. So what I did was decided to... Uh, put more of my time and efforts into my business, which was barbering, which um, to, to date now, I've been a barber. It'll be 21 years this year. So what I began to do, that was about five years ago, was to begin to just buckle down and say, you know, I don't always have to make it in entertainment. I can make it in business, you know? So instead of, you know, giving all my energy to the comedy, I shifted my focus into my barbering and it just blew up, man. Um, my clientele got to be amazing. Uh, I got to uh, start cut, cutting celebrities and, uh, I worked for Adidas for a couple of years doing, uh, their photo shoots and commercials and campaigns and things like that. And, uh, my second business, I started it because of the pandemic. Uh, when COVID-19 happened, they shut down my barbershop for five months and I had never been in a position in my life where I couldn't go to work. You know, no one could. So I knew I needed a second source of income. So I started a logistics company, which is uh, we run 18 wheelers uh, all over the country. Um, and that's what I do now part time while still doing my barbering full time. And for our listeners out there, if you're on the, you're on the West Coast, anywhere on the Western Seaboard and uh, you, 
you want to get you want to get your do done or you want to get you want to get your hair cut i recommend going to fade you me myself personally i got a bald head <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting to say that on him i just trying to find a reason but anyway uh i have a bald i have a bald head however i still when if um I still, I have still been his barbershop almost uh, two or three times now to get a bald head. When I could just right. do the bald head, but I just want to go get a bald head at his place because right. it's not only um, how he how he cuts the hair. It's things that it's it's the hospitality, the environment of of his of his barbershop. It's him as a person. It's the ambiance. It's 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 amazing. It's all right, that's the. That's the closest I could put it into words, but you get it's it's an experience. That's better, right? Yeah, yeah. thank you, man. Thank you, man. Well said. It's, it's an it's an experience. So when you go there, yeah, you're gonna get a nice haircut, and he has um, hairstylists there. You can, you're gonna get your hair done, things of that nature. Most importantly, you're gonna get an experience, which is which is a great thing. So. So now that um that your response, thank you for that elaborate response because it it um it covered my second question, which were the what are the deciding factors to to go into it. So so now driving around driving around Los Angeles, driving around anywhere, there are a lot of um and we're we're getting to the, the your logistics piece as well, but starting with um your the the, the barbering piece. There are a lot of barbers and hair salons and hairstylists all over the place. Specifically, where you are, you you're down on uh, La Brea, right? Uh, Highland and Sunset. Okay, okay. In that specific area, there are a lot of again a lot of barbers down there. A lot of a lot of salons. How 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 um what's your drive? How do you maintain your drive to continue? What's keeping you on the grind? What's keeping you on, on the cutting? What's keeping you on the cutting edge of the competitive competitive advantage um so be, being born in virginia I'm a, I'm a real country boy and all all we know man being a country boy as you could probably attest to is hard work you know there's certain values that come along with the term hard work there's certain little points like if you put hard work at the top right and then you put Put, put hard work as one, and then you put your A, B, C, D. There's things that encompass hard work, right? Um, yes. One of them is consistency. You know, one of them going to be consistency. One of them going to be, um, you know, your attitude, you know. Your, uh, is your attitude positive, you know. Like, so all, all I do really, man, to, to run my business and to keep me on the cutting edge is be myself. It's just be who my parents raised me to be. You know what I mean? I, I honor my word. I'm on time. I'm pleasant, you know what I mean? I'm never drunk or high when I come to work. And unfortunately, I work in a business where um, there's no rules, really. So a lot of people don't govern themselves, if I could say that, you know, in a way yes, that yes. would make people want to come to them, as we both are African-American. So you probably dealt with African-American barbers in the past. I know I have. You know, they may show up late. They might show up high. They might not show up at all. They might got baby mama drama. I know because I've been there. I've been a barber over 20 years. I've, I've been that before. So now, man, I just know what's not acceptable in my line of work. You know what I mean? And I think um, because out of 100% of the barbers, you might got 15% that run it like a profession. So I really don't even have any competition. 
You know what I mean? But because because of the way I go about my business. You know, I'm I'm never late for an appointment. I'm always pleasant no matter what's going on in my life. You know, I could have just gotten in a car accident. By the time I get to work, I got to be pleasant because I know I got work in front of me. You know, so I just I just kind of used the way I was raised, man, to go about my business. And, and fortunately, a place like Los Angeles, people people um, appreciate that, you know, because it's just so much fluff in this town. You know, it's just. It's it's just so much. That's that's the best word I can use for it. It's a lot of fluff, you know. It's a lot of people in professions that don't even really want to be there, you know. So if you just show up, you know, on time, show up with a good heart, show up with a good spirit, you don't even have to have the best skill, man. You just got to have the best will, you know. I like that, what you said, because um, I write down quotes from time to time when I'm speaking to people in here. But you said, uh, I don't have competition because of how I run my business. And all the things you're talking about, you're, and, and a lot of people laugh when, um, when you come, and I'm sad on here, when, when, when country folk come to the city and we get called country bumpkins, they laugh at our, they laugh at our uh, accents, things of this nature. However, one, one part they're missing is when you, when you deal with the individual from the South, and again, to all my listeners out there, I'm not knocking Northerners, I'm not knocking anyone, I'm just explaining our perspectives on things when we come from the country, when you come from the deep south. Um, when you deal with an individual from the south, cordial, I'll say that, because you know in the south it's some... Yeah. 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 <laughs> but when you deal with a cordial, professional individual from the south, you get exactly what you provide. It's not only you dealing with a, with a, with a, 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 a nice, respectful individual, you actually dealing with a, a living, walking experience, right? Because one one thing that um, again you and you alluded to it, one thing that we came up with is a deep sense of empathy, and and not only empathy for others, but empathy and and a lot of people may not uh, be tracking this, but empathy for ourselves in the sense of I know how hard my life can be, I know how hard things can be for me. However, however, understanding that, what do I need to do to overcome my hardship? Right. And, and right. you see what I'm saying? Right. And just, and just like you just said, no matter what happens, in order, in order for me to overcome this hardship, my success is what's enabled me to overcome this hardship. Okay, why, how do I attain my success? I show up on time. I be professional. I be cordial. I, I run my business like a business. I'm professional. Yeah, we get along, we talk, but when you come to me, you're going to have that professional experience that, again, just as you alluded to, all these people around here, yeah, they, they may have the pretty cars and the pretty sweets and the, the nice teas and all that coffee, but the bottom line is they probably hate your guts and they really don't care about you because you're not meeting that bottom line. But when you meet somebody, it's like, yeah, I get it. This is business. I do have to make money. However, I still care about you as a person. I still care about how you, I still, I still care about how you feel after our interaction. And, and That's that stuff. Go and, ahead. Go and ahead, and sorry to cut you off, but allow, allow me to say this, bro. Like, I, in my head, I'm getting a, a, a picture of almost like planting crop, right? And sometimes when you plant, you probably already know where I'm going with this, but life and dealing with people is almost just like planting crop. If you're going to reap a harvest in your profession, there's a certain way you got to plant that crop. You know what I mean? You can't just show up all willy-nilly, you know what I mean? Because it's certain seasons for certain things. 
You know, you can't just show up. Sometimes you got to till the ground. Sometimes you got to get the land right. Sometimes you got to plant it at a certain time. Because if you plant it too late, the storm gonna come and you won't even get no return. You know, so that's why I live my life the way I live it. That's why I show up on time every time because I know at my job my money is my crop. You know, if I'm gonna get a good harvest. I have to go about this thing a certain way. There's a certain steps that I need to take, you know, to get my harvest. So, you know what I mean? I, I just live my life like I'm a planner, like I'm a farmer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. I love talking to you, man. It's, right. good. it's, Likewise, it's good, man. man. Yeah, yeah. And it's when just you talk, like us being on the phone. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing, man. Yeah, yeah. It's the phone, yeah. man. Yeah. So... So let me so let me ask you this. So now, right? Now I understand. Well, we to include the listeners here. Now we understand where your drive comes from. In order to to have developed and sustained that drive, are there any systems that you have? Any um, practice or principles? Well, well, practices and principles that you have. Well, you never mind. Never mind. Disregard that because you already told me about your principles, but. What systems do you have to um, to sustain this drive, man? Okay. Well, well for one, I'm, I'm a student of personal development because I'll say this. I haven't always been the guy I am today. You know, I had to mature into this guy. I had to grow into this guy. And uh, a, big part of, a big part of that has been personal development. Um, I, I do podcasts. I do YouTube. I read the Bible. I read various books, you know, because I, I, I want to change my mind, not to be too spiritual, but the Bible talk about renewing your mind. You know what I mean? A lot of times your mind can be one place, but if you want to go somewhere else, it got to be renewed. You know, it got to be something different in that thing. So that's what I did uh, at 28 years old. I became a student of personal development. This is funny, right? My wife, when I met her, um, I told her I was a student of personal development. She's like, you felt like you was in college. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I wasn't in college yes. at all. But, yes, you know, yes. I was so immersed in changing my life. Even my burbage used to sound like old white men that I listened to. She's like, I don't know why you talk like that. You know, because I was so hell-bent on changing my life, man. And uh, that's that's for starters, that, that constant mind renewal, constant mind renewal is not going to stop. And um, for second, you know, I live the way I live, man, because I have children, right? And I always think to myself, if I died today, if I died right now this second, what would my wife say to my children? What would the people who know me say to my children about me? And I know eight years ago, nine years ago, if some, if I would have died, man, if I was talking to my children, they would have nothing good to say about me, man. So today, if I died right now, my story would be business owner, loving father, loving husband, philanthropist, um, in the community. People love him. Go-getter, on time, man of his word, you know, not borrowing money. Don't yes. got to rob Peter to pay Paul, you know? Yeah. I mean? so that, that, yeah. That's the yeah. way I live, yeah. and that's yeah. a pride of mine, man. Like, And it keeps me working hard. It keeps me doing the right thing. Because if I die today, I don't want to say, you know what, man, your daddy won't nothing, man. You know what I mean? Your daddy was a loser, man. Your daddy was a, you know what I mean? He was a snake. He was a shyster. You know what I mean? Like, and, and unfortunately, my father, when he died, I couldn't say good things about my father. You know what I mean? So it drives me. You know, if, if I died today, my wife would say, no, your daddy was amazing. Your daddy took care of you. Your daddy took care of me. Your daddy wasn't a cheater. Your daddy wasn't a liar. You know, your daddy was a hard worker. And I think even if I wasn't here for my children physically, then my 
my energy would live on by the stories people would tell. And it would inspire them to be more than what they are. You know what I mean? Because of who their father was. You know, so it drives me every day, man. It drives me every day. You know what? That's a, what you just said is you just talked about legacy. And the, and the, reason, the reason I say that, um, a few years ago, I was talking... I was talking about leadership about uh, with someone, and I was talking about I was talking about achieving greatness and leaving a legacy, things of that nature. And then the person asked me, "It's like, well, what is greatness to you?" At that time, I didn't have an answer. You know, it's like, okay, what is your legacy? And again, at that time, I didn't have an an, an answer. But <clears throat> over the years, I've come to the conclusion of what exactly you're talking about right now. Like, a lot of people may may believe well. Again, you can believe what you want to believe, but it's my personal belief. When it comes to legacy, it's what you said. It's, you can leave a business. You can leave uh, financial stability. That's great. You can leave all those things, that, that generational wealth. But your legacy is how you live on and how your energy or your presence can, that's continuing living on in your absence inspires and cultivate the minds of others. And you've been gone for 30, 40 years. The simple idea of you, the thought of you, those stories, those um, the tales that, that individuals tell about you, the, the jokes, uh, they talk about your practices, your systems, your mannerisms, your attitude. When they talk about you and somebody else hear that and they become inspired to achieve something greater because of what you did or how you were as an individual and the things that you accomplished, that's legacy, and and I'm glad, I'm glad you're talking about that because you know, the the majority of the time, uh, where we come from, a lot of people don't understand legacy. A lot of people don't talk about legacy, and just and um, when you when you share the information about your father, a lot of us where we come from is like we're in that same boat. So now it's like, all right, how how are we how are we. Um, Overcoming our past, how are we breaking out of that cycle of what we grew up in, and um, everything you're saying, man. It's like, and again, it's again, like you said, man. It's just like us talking on the phone, man. But it, it's it's amazing that you've took you you've taken the your childhood, your your principles that you were raised by, and now you can actually see it now, man. You're doing it. You're 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 in it. You're living it. Not only are you in it and living it, you by you being a business owner, two businesses, and we're still gonna talk about the logistics piece real quick. But by you having two businesses, you are successfully bettering the lives of everybody who come in contact with you. Because now, not not only can you give them knowledge, not only can you put them on a book or talk to them about scripture and explain to them the the spiritual pretense if they granted they believe in God things and nature because you know whatever, but you can also put them in a position and say, okay, so yeah, I gave you some knowledge. Now I'm going to put you in a position to where you can apply that knowledge to better yourself and earn yourself income, earn yourself a living. And I'll teach you these tenets on how to build a business. I'll teach you these tenets on how to be a leader and, and how to be, how to be, how to be. That's, that's, that's amazing, man. That is, that is Brother, that's that's why we that's why we still be talking, man. Cause you, cause you you just like me. You don't sit around talking to nobody that uh that you ain't getting nothing from. You know what I'm saying? You that's not feeding your soul, man. 
And I appreciate right. you, man. I appreciate you a whole lot. Right. Yeah, for sure. Likewise, man. Likewise. Like, I'll I tell you real quick, right, Roy? Like, I got this young man at my barbershop now, right? He's been there. It'll be three years here very shortly, right? And this young man came, long story short, man, he told me, he said, Trill, before I met you, I had never read a book, like a book outside of school. I've never read a book outside of school, man. I, I didn't know what personal development was. I didn't know how to develop me as a person, man. Long story short, man, this guy making six figures now, man. He went from not reading a book before to making six figures in the same profession he had always been in. But it's like, who do you get around? Who are you modeling yourself after? You know, and a lot of my mentors I've never met. I've just read their words, and I took their teachings and ran with it. And likewise, you know, uh, iron sharpens iron. I take their teachings. The guys watching me take my teachings, and the guys watching them take their teachings. And now we're making a better world for all. So let me ask you, so now with the with the logistics injury, dealing with all the competition, I'm pretty sure everybody had – have their names on the side of uh, tractor trailers, things of that nature. When you got like, um, and I understand, but you you own what six trucks now, right? Or no, three, three, three. All yeah. right, six to come though. Okay, six to come. yeah, you, you yeah. No, six to come. no, no. I know, yeah. it, I know it because I because yeah. you, know, you stay on that. I've, I've been seeing you stay on that uh, yeah. that eighteen wheel a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been seeing you. Yeah, so, I live out there. So how? How are you maintaining the resilience in that space? Cause I, is it or or is it the same drive? Is it the same? This, you're doing this, You're applying the same. I'm sure you're applying the same things that you did to the barbering industry that you're doing to logistics. But what are are there any um? What are the differences between the two, or are there differences, or what? what? No, no, there there are and there aren't. You know what I mean? A lot of ways it's the same, but I will say this. Um, Unlike barbering, where I'm a 20-year vet in the logistics industry or trucking, you know what I mean? I am a baby, you know, so I make a lot of mistakes. Um, uh, I make a lot of mistakes. I'll say that, you know, I do a lot of good, but I do some bad. It's almost like a rookie quarterback, you know what I mean? Like, you go throw some interceptions because you don't know this. It's going so fast. The game is faster, you know what I mean, if that makes sense. So I throw some touchdowns, but I throw some interceptions, too. But that's going to happen, you know, until you learn to read the defense and, and, and get with your coach and know exactly what to do. And you're going to take your lumps, man. And, and I take my lumps, but I also um, take the good sides with it, too, you know what I mean? And it's an excellent industry to be in, man. I will say the checks are much bigger than the barbershop, yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. and I love that part. But when things break down, the bills are, are, are way bigger, too, yeah. you know. It's not like, it's not like a car where – you know, a tire is going to cost you like $79, $80. You know? yeah. These tires are running you $400, $500. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. big bills. But in anything, you know, when there's a high upside, there's a high downside as well. Yes, you know? yes. So, you know what I mean? It just takes resilience. Uh, and I heard a young man say the other day, he said, don't quit because then the pain would mean nothing. You know what I mean? So I, I just ain't going to quit. I just have never had quit in me. You know what I mean? And I can see, you know, what this has the potential to do for me and my family, you know, because unlike uh, barbering, I can't scale myself, you know, but I can scale my trucks, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm looking to, you know what I mean? I'm looking to retire from my day job, you know what I mean? And I'm looking to learn all I can and, and do all I can to make it a success, you know, because I'm, I'm just very resilient, resilient, determined, 
You know what I mean? And uh, I'm also into developing, right? So I'm also looking for mentors. I have mentors. I have multiple mentors that I listen to, you know, and I glean from. One of my mentors, he has 15 trucks. So, you know, like success leaves clues, you know, so I'm always down his back and always asking questions and always learning more, you know, and as I learn, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to scale that thing to seven figures. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, no, you, know, you will. I, I personally have no doubt of it. And, and I know you don't either, but I'm just saying. I know, right, I know, no, no, no I, doubt. I know you will. I'm just writing down this, that, that, that other quote. I never heard it before. Success leaves clues. I like that, man. Like bread, it's like bread clues, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. real. But you gotta have to be able to see it. A lot of well, that's not. I ain't often going from another tangent. Yeah, never mind, never mind. I'm trying to stick to the script here, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm trying to yeah, oh, good, trying to stay to the uh, to the time for the listeners because we'll we'll keep talking. Look, man, my, my wife know. My, look, my wife know where I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she know I ain't running the street. She know exactly where I am. I got all the time. <laughs> so, so, um, so, what are three lessons from the beginning combined? of your entrepreneurship what are three what are three lessons that uh you wish you knew when you started one one would be not to follow the crowd do not follow the crowd no and i don't mean the positive crowd you know if there's a positive crowd please follow but you know a lot of the, the crowds don't don't mean you no good so i would not follow the crowd you know i would uh i would definitely say I wish I knew that from the beginning because I wasted so much money in the beginning. I, I would definitely say, and uh, I would definitely have me a mentor and not think I know it all. You know, because a lot of times in the beginning, you know, you start to do well and you think you know more than you actually do, you know? And and, and, and those are my personal things that, you know, I wish I knew in the beginning. I would say, I would stay away from the crowd and I would listen to somebody that knows more than me and who has more than me. You know what I mean? Who, who, who's, who's somewhere I want to be, you know? Oh man, can I give you four? Yes. And I would aim high. Aim high. Don't aim so low. Like they said, <laughs> Les Brown said, it's not that we aim too high and miss, it's that we aim too low and hit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aim higher, man. Aim higher. Don't aim low. Because if you hit early, you would think you made it. And you didn't. You really didn't make it nowhere. No. I would aim higher. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. That no, was no, no. You know? No, it's all good, man. It's it, it's all good. Because the thing is, right now more than ever, um, entrepreneurship it's becoming, it's, it's it's always been a thing, but it's becoming bigger now. And especially in, in the communities of um, people of color, like we're starting to do more things. And what you're saying right now, everything you're saying right now, there's somebody somewhere, God blessing that this message will find them, even if it's just one and they hear your words and they begin to go to your, your, your social media pages and follow your message and listen to you and for your subsequent sessions, like if even if they just even if they come back for to this podcast only to listen to you, that's that's a, that's a great thing, man. So you know, and only reason I limited it to to three is because 
I, I want to make the podcast something that people listen to, so I try and confine it down to 30 minutes, don't make it too long, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's, on, that's the only reason why. But however, when this thing blow up and I get enough, and I get an, I get I gain a following where I could do an hour, then we could come in here and rip it up and just, you, you know what I mean, and just put it all right. in here. Yeah, but for right now, there's so much to, it's it's so much to unpack, man. It's just yes. so much meat, you know. What yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole lot. Well, we got you, so you got to crawl before you walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Friday thing, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> all right. So for for your subsequent sessions. What what would be something that um you want to speak to the listeners about? Uh, what's the subsequent session? Yeah, I'm on my phone, so I can't Google it. Google yeah. subsequent. Yeah. Siri defines subsequent. Yeah. Uh, I can't talk to her. Yeah. Right yeah. 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 Well, my bad. Yeah. 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 Well, your following sessions. Call yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just to follow on your follow on sessions, man. Because after this, this right, this right here is essentially your introduction, your why to why you're doing it. And then I want to get you on here three more, three more times where you talk to the listeners about, like you, you breaking down something right. over three sessions. Gotcha. All right. So what was the question what? again? Now that I know what subsequent means. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. So what what is uh what 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 is what is one of your lessons that you learn you want to talk to the listeners about that can help them become a successful entrepreneur? I would my 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 main message, man, is is of personal development. That's that's all. I I, I would talk about you know because because I started off one way and now I'm a total different way, and it's only because of the choices I made to to be that way. You know. I, I believe a lot of people, you know, we fund the projects, you know, we from, you know, uh, less than favorable uh, situations, right? But all because you come from that don't mean you got to stay there. You know what I mean? And I know I'm not a very eloquent guy. You know, I, I, my speech sometimes is a little hood, but I mean it with my whole heart, man, that a, a guy like me who can be adopted, you know, from being locked up, from being an alcoholic, from being a drug addict, you know, I could choose to stay that way. You know, but there's something deep down, down inside of me that wanted more, you know, and I began to chase more and I began to go after more. So I, and a lot of people are not even as low as I was, you know, a heroin addict, a cocaine addict, a, uh, uh, a raging alcoholic. You know, some people just have limiting thoughts. You know what I mean? Some people just have X, Y, and Z, you know, and I'm here to tell you from, from, from my life that all because that's the way you are don't mean that's the way you got to stay. You know what I mean? And I think if I could teach that to anybody, you know what I mean? I think they could definitely, you know, live an honorable life and die an honorable death. Because cause that's at the end of the day what it's about to me. It's not about how much you got, how, uh, what you got in the bank, what you drive, what you wear. Can you live an honorable life and can you die an honorable death? All right. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Hey, man. My pleasure. Thank I you. love you, man. I love you, too, man. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, brother. Thank you for being on here, man. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you for your. Thank you for your time, man. I really, I really appreciate it, man. So, to our listeners, that, that that's our time. This uh, session uh, or this discussion probably ran over a little bit. I apologize about that. Also, I was clicking my pen during this interview. It's again. I apologize about that too. I'm gonna get one of those uh, 
those are nervous things. One of my Marines told me he's gonna send it to me, so but he ain't sending it yet, so I'm waiting on it. But anyway, um, well that that's it for the, that's it for today. Um, stay safe, stay hungry, and keep learning. I'm Roy Moore, and this is what did it take. Mm-hmm.